0: It's a, kind of a slow news time period in our lives, uh, Devin, I think, you know, nothing's happened. The, the, the country is moving very smoothly. We are secure in the nation. Unemployment is very low. Inflation is low. Uh, relations are great uh, vis-a-vis uh, China, you know, pushing them back on their heels, Iran, putting them in their place. You know, it's, uh, it's solid. It's really, really solid. I mean, you know, the president and the vice president are really serious leaders. I feel like we're in good hands. What? Oh, it's not, it's not 2017 anymore? No? Okay. All right. It's, it's, it's disaster of time, folks. That's what we're really facing. It's just quite awful. Um, look, I, I want to share with you some things first. To, you know, the book is doing well, by the way. The Kids Are All right. Uh, very excited about it. I, I hope the listeners are interested in this because this is so central to our future right now. We can, we can talk about, and we will talk about Biden and the amounts that, of money that he's receiving from China and otherwise, and the, the, the fixes in now. That's one of the things we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about now. Hunter Biden wants to sue uh, Giuliani. Uh, it's really very funny. And uh, among other things, we'll talk about those things. But the, the most important thing we can do as private citizens is to make sure that our young don't buy this woke crap, this anti-America crap uh, going forward because it's dangerous, folks. This is, uh, these young people are gonna turn into monsters if we don't intervene. And that's why I wrote the book. Look, writing a book, folks, I gotta tell you, is very um, time intensive. You you really throw your heart into it. Um, And it's not just because I like writing. I, you know, I do like writing. But, you know, you have to ask yourself, why does anybody write a book like that? Because he feels that it's essential for the success of the country. He's, he's terrified for the future of the country, and he sees a very important path. Not It's not the only path, but it's an extremely important path to make sure that uh, the future is brighter in America And that's why I focused on the kids. And keeping the kids all right is about exactly that, and how to make sure that they never go woke. And so there's two parts to the the book, really. One is to actually uh, educate the parents, in a sense, about what's what. So I go through four categories, uh, global warming and and how ridiculous global warming is. I really go through the science of that. And and, and I keep it simple so that parents can, in turn, uh, relay and parlay that with their kids. I talk about God and evolution, how, you know, it, it's very silly to argue that somehow things happen randomly uh, and that explains life. And, and that's that, you know, don't ask any more questions, right? It's ridiculous. Uh, I also talk about transgenderism, of course, um, and the madness associated with that. And, I, and I, I go through all the details. I mean, that, one's a, that was an easy one, of course. Uh, then finally, I talk about America. The, the, the chapter is called The America Not So Beautiful. And I talk about why, indeed, America is beautiful, um, that it is an amazing country in terms of its inventions, its exports of ideas. Uh, everyone who wants to come here for a reason as uh, the least racist country in the world. And, and then you have to educate your kids. That's the bottom line. That's, that's phase one of the book, as, as it were. But uh, it's also about how to approach it uh, in terms of uh, identifying the problem, the issue in hand. Those are four, just four of many. And then to get ahead of it, because the schools will be teaching those things. They will be. Uh, and if it's, if it's not the schools directly, it'll be social media, it'll be the news, it'll be entertainment. You get it. Uh, and, and then to laugh at it and help your kids along. And I give, you know, suggested dialogues or similar dialogues. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and you will come out of reading the book saying, man, that, that's going to be easy. It's going to be fun. And I'm armed with all sorts of great information. And it really only takes five to ten minutes a day. Really, that's it. I mean, think about it. I think I said this in my last podcast. If you were to take five or ten minutes a day uh, doing sit-ups or push-ups, right, you're going to see results within a a month, right? It's only five to ten minutes a day. Maybe you won't see the same results as you would if you went an hour a day. I get that. But you you still see some results. But imagine five to ten minutes a day with your kids, starting as early as three years old. Just every day, a little kind of cute thing. Oh, look, American flag. Awesome. American flag. What a great country this is. Don't you think so, Charlie? America's the best. Yeah, it is. You know why? Why? Because America is the country that gave freedom to everyone. We're all free because of America. And we live right here. What do you think about that, Charlie? Is America awesome? Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of, that, five minutes. That's That was one minute. I, I think maybe 30 seconds, right? But as you do it, you, you'll want to do more and more, and you'll explain stuff more and more. That's what the book is all about. And, and your kid will be a rock-solid conservative as you move forward. Rock-solid. I, I promise you, I guarantee you that your kid will remain conservative. And if he doesn't, You'll know, get your money back. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding around. Uh, you know, if, I, I, I hardly, highly doubt that your kid will be conservative. Uh, sorry, will be a, a wokester. If if you read this book and actually implement these ideas, it'll give you a mindset that you never thought about before. So, grandparents get it for your kids, who in turn will use it on their kids. Uh, that's the best. I, I'm getting a lot of people, grandparents in particular, reading the book saying. Yeah, I, I, I want my my kids to learn this for the, raising their kids because they're worried about the woke culture and everything. It's, it's interesting, right? That is so I, I'm really happy about that. Now, I just had a client uh, come in, and, and she happened to be reading the book while you know, when she was coming in. It was really nice. She ha- happened to get the book. And she didn't even know that I'd written it, which is so funny. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Anyway, the point is that she... Uh, she she pointed out this part in um, in, in page I think it was thirty five or something and she said she said you you describe the situation as a molestation of your your kids the schools are molesting your kids minds and I I said yeah and I was worried that she would say that that's too extreme that's inappropriate she and she said instead that's exactly what it is they are molesting your kids minds they are perverting them. They were doing horrific things to your kids' minds. And, and we leave them in the schools for six, seven hours a day with these monsters. They are. And, and of course, they'll never reveal themselves to be monsters. you think they'll come with horns and, and a trident spear and, and with, a, with a, you know, goatee like the devil. Of course not. They'll, be, they'll have nice teacher names like Angie, Angelica, right? <laughs> Mr. Thompson, right? Uh, Principal Cohen, you know, they'll, they'll have all these nice names and they'll, they'll, they'll always be with a smile and everything else. But in the meantime, they're saying these ridiculous, insane things to your kids and telling your kids that, well, it's too bad your, your parents think that way. That's, that's unfortunate because we know better, right, Charlie? Right? Do you feel like a girl? It's okay if you do. Really, it's okay. So this, this is what you're fighting. Okay and kids are very impressionable, get there before the school gets to to them, right? Get to the kids really early. That is, I cannot emphasize this more. If you are waiting until your kid is 10 years old, I mean, still do it, even if he's 10 or 11, sure. But get to them as early as possible. This is an early project. You start early. You know, think of it like, like planting a tree, okay? You don't start taking care of the tree after it's, you know, 10 years old, you, you, you take care of it right away. You put the stake in it maybe to make sure that it grows straight and adroit, right? You nourish it just the right way, Sunflower, uh, so sun and water and the, the right fertilizer. Uh, you don't wait, because if you do wait, what happens? The tree gets crooked and bent and everything else, and it's hard to straighten it out at that point. In fact, it's impossible. So I, I, I make the analogy in my book, Devin, that kids are like clay. You know, the clay thing. When, when you were little, do you remember doing a clay structure? Where, oh, where you, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. And, so, and you, you remember how you, it was easy to play with when it was nice and wet, right? Yeah. You could make whatever shape you wanted. And then as it got drier and drier, it got a little harder to shape it. But you can still shape it. And then one day it just goes hard. And, and the longer you wait with it, the drier it gets rather, the more water it takes to undo that right to get it back to that soft thing and then the worst of all is the glaze right remember that when you oh, yeah. yeah so you now, now it's glazed and now you can't change it at all now it's permanent
1: right.
0: the schools want to glaze your children that's what they want to do and yes you can get back your kids if but you have to put a lot of water on it as it were to soften them back up to get them back up start early shape them early and then I always say, is this indoctrination? Yeah, Barack, you're talking about indoctrination right there. Is it, isn't that the very thing that you're decrying and you're, you're accusing the schools of? Yeah, you betcha. And you better get to it. That's what I say. Yeah. Because if you don't indoctrinate your kids with what you believe and what you value, and that is your job, then somebody else will. And they can't wait to, to grab the wet clay that is your child's mind as early as possible so you shape them and you tell them look there's going to be there, there, there will be people in the future who will tell you that it's a-okay to be a boy if you're a girl and vice versa they will tell you that there's no god they will tell you that america sucks uh, they will tell you that we're all going to perish in this thing called global warming what do you think about that charlie well that sounds crazy and i said yeah i think so too that's what you got to do. And so that when they encounter these, these idiots who do say these things, and by the way, they are idiots, when, they do, when, you, when you do encounter them, well, then they'll know to say, ah, that that's one of those silly people that daddy and mommy were talking about. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, and I just do add to some things just with page 35 or page 34. is like Socrates was forced to drink the hemlock for corrupting the youth. It's that serious. And the kids now are coming out of school, of high school, and they don't know the difference between a gerund and a participle. Hmm. But they believe that conservatives and Republicans are hateful. They think that there is no God. They think that all cops do is kill minorities. And I would rather them know grammar and calculus and how to read in a second language then, coming out with an opinion that will change with the wind when the news media or whoever says, "Oh no, this is now you know oceana or no Eurasia or something like that yeah. they, they
0: constantly change the, uh, the, the 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 theme of the day, but one thing they are not not changing and democrat Democrats definitely change their story all the time. But what they're not changing, it's as if they have talking points. They've sent it out to all the schools. You will talk about uh, gender ideology. And in California, you have to talk about it. It's it's part of the school curriculum. Um, And only a few years ago, they mandated that history books have to have a chapter on the contributions of gays in history. Uh, Okay, so... Look, it, it, you just have to know this stuff. You have to get way ahead of it and laugh at it, laugh at it, laugh at it. The good news is it only takes five to 10 minutes a day. You'll probably want to spend more time. Um, that, that's the, the very good news. And uh, it's a lot more fun than you think. That is also the good news. I, I play a game with the kids, uh, my kids, at least, you know, a while back. Not now we don't play it as much, but we play, we play the game. It, it was made in America game. So we go around the table, usually at dinner, and we say, "Okay, name an invention of America," and then you keep on going until someone can't think of a, a, an invention for five seconds, and then that person is out. Right? So, for example, the airplane, you know, the the car, uh, or at least the assembly line of the car, the the, the mass production of steel, the light bulb, the telephone, the, you know, the radio waves. I mean, the TV. And, and so many other even smaller inventions like um, uh, wheels on luggage. I mean, that's my favorite one, by the way. Um, as a as a traveler, uh, but but blue jeans. I mean, so many things, and it doesn't have to be things, by the way. It could be rock and roll. It could be jazz. It could be uh, you know the concept of freedom, for that matter. Uh, capitalism. Well, they didn't invent capitalism, but you get the idea. Uh, th- these and, and then go on and on until they. And so they, they learn what America has created, and it's a fun game at the same time. And then, we, <laughs> that we, then one day I said, all right, uh, let's play the same game, but with regard to Cuba, the great inventions of Cuba. And, uh, and, and th- you, you find out where your crickets are in your house very quickly. How about that? It's fun, right? All right, folks. So anyway, g- get this book, please, uh, for, for the sake of your kids uh if you have young kids and your grandkids up there if your grandkids are young enough really go out there please and get it because this is this is a uh, we have to get them while they're young and and the left knows this that's why they're doing it this young in the old days they only reserved it for the universities then they went to high school <clears throat> then they went to middle school now they're going to nursery school so and and they're winning they're going to win if you let them win so, yeah, they're, they're molesting your children. <clears throat> and <clears throat> to use that, that terrible analogy, if, if a child gets molested, sexually molested, that is, uh, at a younger age, it stays with him or her for the rest of his or her life. Uh, you, can't, you can't undo it. Uh, and it's, it just can't happen. You cannot let that happen. So get ahead of it. Don't hope to deal with it as the issues come up. Oh, Mom, Dad, you know, we heard this thing about um, global warming. They said that they, if, if they're asking you a question about a subject for the first time and you've never talked about it before, it's too late. You're behind the eight ball. Oh, no, no, they're, they're wrong, Charlie. No, 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 no. Get ahead of it. Talk to them before. First in wins. Remember that. All right, uh, enough about that. I, I wanted to talk about a very powerful the Democrats, you know, it's interesting because we're going to be talking about uh, Hunter Biden and, and Sue Giuliani. We're going to talk about uh, Biden and the, the money that's recently come up and how they, they constantly change the narrative about uh, the money that they've been receiving from China. And now, you now know that they actually have direct money wired into the Biden House. Uh, I think it was $250,000, but there's obviously a lot more. The LLCs that they created and everything else and how they keep on changing things. And, and that begs the question, and this, this is from a... Uh, a friend of a client of mine who who was just remarkably intelligent. I was so impressed. And she said, the Democrats can't leave the party. Most Democrats that you know, because we wonder, like, how could you not see this and say this is okay? Like, how can you see how one Democrat city after another is failing? There's not one successful Democrat party uh, city that you can say, magnifique, fantastic, what a great job. Not one. And, and even if they would taken over from a Republican uh, mayor like, like they did in uh, New York City, look, look how bad the, the city has, has turned out in only a few short years. It would have been even worse had, had it not been for Giuliani and Bloomberg, who had kept the city in such great shape. Uh, it, it would be like uh, Chicago and San Francisco now. Anyway, you wonder why are they not leaving the party? As she said they can't leave it because they are in an abusive relationship. They're like the abused wife who just doesn't know what might be on the other side, right? She called it the Stockholm syndrome as well, right? The kidnapped person takes on the identity of of her kidnappers. But I think think the abused uh, analogy is a very good one. Um, They're concerned that if they leave, somehow it'll be worse. And that's why they say, I I don't like this this mayor. I don't like this governor. But I'm, I ain't gonna vote for the Republicans because it's just too terrifying to them. Uh, putting aside that they've been told all these horrific things about this, and but they think it'll be worse somehow. So it's all government by fear. Uh, it's much more frightening because then what? What happens if I if I dare to elect this Republican guy that they're putting out there? Does it have to be that bad? And, and apparently it does because they still vote in, you know, as uh, Democrat mayors. It's a, it's only a question of which Democrat mayor is going to be elected. I mean, look what happened in Chicago. Look what happened in LA. I mean, and, and they were closed elections. I mean, I, I have to say that. But still, they the majority voted for these real idiots, Chicago in particular. I mean, it, what, what an incredible thing to hear. Um, anyway, I thought she was really onto a, a great point there.
1: And if you talk about like the Democrats, one of the things that they're like, oh no, well I'm not a Republican. Why not? Oh, I'm compassionate. I care about people. Where's the compassion for all the dead in Chicago? Like. All the missing children in Cleveland. Where's the compassion? Like, don't you want every child to be safe, every person to be safe? And just because this party or that, like, if you think it, like, anyone in politics on either side actually cares about the individual. Oh no, I prefer this lying corrupt person over this lying corrupt person. Like, you should be able to switch.
0: It's a. It's a little bit like uh, Linus and the the Great Pumpkin, right? Remember that they they he. For those of you who are not familiar with it, uh, he got into his head that there's this magical fairy called the Great Pumpkin, and he would arise every uh, Halloween. Right. And, and he just got it in his head that that's, that's the thing that's going to happen. And he tries to convince every, everyone uh, among his friends, the Peanuts uh, friends, that there's a Great Pumpkin and we should all do something, and they don't buy it. I mean, but it's Santa Claus, essentially, but, but for Halloween instead. And he just, he keeps on hoping. And the Great Pumpkin, of course, never arrives. And he's very distraught every year and very upset that, that he hasn't yet arrived. And I think that's what it is with the Democrats. They, they think that the Great Pumpkin will arrive, uh, and that great things will happen. And he'll give, as Linus says, give candies to all the good boys and girls, right? Uh, but it just ain't gonna happen. And you have to accept that reality. And, you know Charles Schultz was a great christian by the way he he was he really believed oh very deeply he he very so um, anyway what i was going to say was that that they just can't imagine a world beyond the democrat party that democrats will deliver because they're compassionate like you said uh, because they are not greedy uh, because they care about the earth, right? And um, that, that, that's, that's how they perceive themselves. And it's look, it's great marketing on the part of the Democrats. We have to give it to them. Um, we, we are, of course, much more compassionate. Uh, we believe in law and order. We believe in raising, bringing out the best of people. Uh, the question is, how do you do it? So this is how they, they've got a hold on people. Like, yeah, I'm in an abusive relationship, but, how, but, but it, it would be worse. I think, I think just like an abused woman really it's just the analogy was so crystal clear and so perfect now look a good example of this is what's happening with biden um people can see the facts about his receipt of money i mean putting aside all the terrible other things that in afghanistan uh, how how he's letting the border completely open and everything else i mean the unemployment throwing tons of money trillions of dollars into the system uh, and then not drilling for oil here, and which only exacerbates the problem. These are all. There's not a single thing you can say that he's done or not done which has led to good. Not not a single thing, right? Look, look. You got to hand it to him. He's very consistent. Uh, he's, he's never. They, they said that he's never ber- been right on any foreign policy. Uh, even with the, uh, I think it, I think he actually rejected the peace deal with Israel I think uh, when the Senate was supposed to do oh yeah and he was also against the first Persian Gulf War that's what it was Uh, he was like one of two senators was against the Persian Gulf War thanks thanks Joe idiot anyway he's wrong on everything not just uh, internationally but domestically too there's nothing he's done that has worked and, and has not dramatically backfired uh, or, uh, I mean, for example, a student loan situation. I mean, idiotic. Inflation now is through the roof. Unemployment is not getting better. Um, China, of course, is just eating our lunch. Iran is now getting a new peace deal with them. He paid $6 billion to release five hostages, only, of course, encouraging them to do so. So that's, that's crazy. Now, but getting to, so you would think, okay, well, as a Democrat, you would say, well, gosh, you know, maybe I ought to rethink this. I mean, at least I ought to re- rethink Joe Biden. Okay, I, that's fair. There might be a better Democrat out there. But, but no, they don't, they don't do that. They, they, they keep on saying, well, he's a heck of a president. Like, in what way? In what way is he a heck of a president? Putting aside the dementia, which it clearly has. In what way is he better? Uh, or the, a, any good at all? So now we have all this information coming out that China... We, we now have breaking news, so to speak, uh, that the, we actually see the wires coming in. Of, I think it was $250,000, and it's going to be more, of course. We know it's $20 million, That's questionable money. But at least 250000 was directly received by the Bidens. And this is on the heels of Bob Menendez and what's going on with him. Uh, so it's, it's pay for play, right? It's influence peddling. It's bribery. What you Call it what you want. Uh, but he's got big surus, as we say in Yiddish, which means problems, Right. Uh, worrisome problems. How about that? That's the best way to, to translate it. And, and they, they, uh, the press, n- not surprisingly, it goes through the same pattern. Uh, it's not there. It didn't happen. There's not a scintilla of evidence about it. But you crazy Republicans, can, you know, you want to go forward with it, fine. But then what they'll do is, well, it's not what you think it is. It's not, it's, it, there's, a, there's a plausible explanation for it. And then they'll say, Yes, it's true, but he didn't know. He didn't know. Okay, and then
1: he has dementia.
0: (laughs) Then they'll say he has dementia. Yeah, exactly right. Or uh, it it was not that big a deal, right? right? It's uh, for something else. You know, I don't know. They 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 go through these things, but look, everything that they've done, everything, uh, on on the score of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the laptop, which of course is all related, uh, plays into this game. Uh, it, into this pattern that we're talking about, how they, they pretend it's not happening at all. I mean, the, the, the laptop in particular, they said it didn't exist.
1: Yeah.
0: It didn't exist. Then it did exist, but it doesn't say what, it's, what it says, purports to say. Then, <laughs> then yeah, it, it's got some stuff there, but you know, that's old news because you know, the 2020 election is come and gone now. Uh, and then they say, well, yeah, but that's Hunter Biden's problem. It's not Joe Biden. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to impeach Hunter Biden, if you could, I guess. But what about, you know, Joe Biden has nothing to do with this. I was never there. Okay, now, he, you know, they showed that he was there. We know it for a fact. And But you can't prove that he received any money personally, as if that matters, right? Because if your family's benefiting from it, then, like, why, why would the, why would the Chinese government give money only to Hunter Biden and his family unless they felt that it would be helpful to have Joe Biden to, to, you know, to take certain actions on their behalf. That's, it's ridiculous. So you see the pattern, right? Ignore it, trivialize it, uh, say that it doesn't matter anymore. But the, the three basic steps, and we're seeing it time and time again. Now, look, if you're a criminal, if it, let, let's say for the sake of discussion that this is a criminal enterprise. I think it is. But let's say, just for a, a thought experiment, that the Biden family was a criminal enterprise. Again, you don't have to believe it yet, but let's say it, it was. I put it to you that they are saying and doing exactly what they would be saying and doing if they were indeed a criminal enterprise. Right? They, 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 they say, well, it's not happening. It, it, there's no such evidence. And then when the evidence is presented to them, it's not what you think it means. They don't give any explanations as to why they're receiving the money. They don't, they, and as you know, it, it's, it filters through this very complex web of LLCs and S-corporations that they created, obviously to launder the money. But, but you would think, okay, well, here, here's the explanation. They don't give any explanation of what these LLCs or S-corps actually do. They're just holding companies so that they can filter this money. That's it. Um, now, if they were innocent they 're doing everything that that criminals do that's that 's what i 'm trying to say. everything they 've done is consistent with what a criminal would say and do yeah. there 's nothing that 's innocent here. if they were innocent well i 'll ask you devin what would you 're Joe Biden and you believe you 're totally innocent and you are innocent let 's say okay um, mr mr president uh, we we do appear to see some wire transfers going directly to your house in,
1: uh, in Delaware. Uh, can you explain that, sir? I would explain it exactly and say, isn't there an old lawyer thing? If you have the, um, the facts on your side, pound the facts. If you have the law on your side, that's what I would say. It's like, this is exactly why it came from. This is where it is. Yeah. And how dare you, like, here are all the facts. And I'm going to sit down for an interview from the press that are actually questioning me, the ones that are not on my side for as long as you want, or my attention span, which is three, four minutes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: really funny. Uh, Yeah. So that's what you would say. You say, look, uh, the reason why we got this money was because it's an old deal that we had uh, back in in 66. Uh, I lent them, uh, I gave them a yacht or whatever it is, and they paid me $250,000 and it was payable over time. It has nothing to do with the government programs that I operate now. There's, there's there's nothing to it. Oh, and those LLCs that I formed, they have specific purposes too. Uh, ABC Corporation does X, Y, and Z. Okay, that the chair is such and such person. It's everything's legit. Any other questions? I'm happy to answer. I understand why you want to ask these questions. You you know because you guys, you Republicans are paranoid. I get it. Uh, bring it on. Wh- whatever you need, I'm I'm happy. No, nope. it's you can't get me. It's nonsense. There's no evidence. There's no evidence until there's evidence, right? So the game plan is, and it's exactly what a criminal would do, which is to say, just push it off as much as possible, buy time as much as possible. There's nothing in it for him to say, to admit anything right now. Because if he admits, yeah, I got that money, Uh, it's true, then it just begs more questions. Why? Why did you get the money? And what other money did you receive, Mr. President? Yeah. Romania, Ukraine, and otherwise. He's, he's got big surges, yeah. uh, it, it, And it's, it's gonna lead
1: to big problems. And one of the most amazing things he does is they switch the, the, the specifics, but not the tactic or the strategy, not the tactic, whatever it is, where it was always like something would come out that would incriminate him, uh, indict Trump. Something would come out and incriminate him, indict Trump. And something comes out and indict, like, and it, everyone's sick of this indictment of Trump. Something comes out to incriminate Biden, indict Menendez. Yeah. And then everyone's talking about them instead of them. And I love the criminal thing and, like, the metaphor and the godfather is one of the best. And, like, I'm not saying anything other than the godfather was smart enough to have judges and police and press on his payroll, too. So the judges will not allow anyone to investigate because it will incriminate them. And so, possibly, you know, if you get somebody like a Romney, who everyone respects, on your side as well, then no one's gonna wanna investigate, which is really, like, he's not the smartest guy, but he's very clever in these things.
0: Well, look, he's been in, in, in D.C. for close to 50 years. Uh, a lot of it as vice president, almost all of it as senator. And uh, he, you know, you could say, okay, he got sloppy because he, he, you know, he's gotten away with it for all these, you know, darn years, d- decades literally. And uh, he just, you know, now he got caught. Uh, but but he's, he's going to get caught. And there's an impeachment inquiry uh, coming up, I believe, in a couple of weeks. Um, that should be very interesting to see. We're going to have a lot of information, a lot of questions from Jim Jordan, for example. He's going to be great. I love him. Uh, and, and a lot of great Republicans will be talking about this. And, and, and all the while, the, you know, the, the abuse victims, the Democrats, you know, average Joe and Jane, will say, leave that poor man alone. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? That's like saying, leave those poor kidnappers alone. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing terrible things to your kids. They're, they're doing terrible things to your, your wife. Um, we got to extract these people from, from out of the party. It's, it's dangerous stuff. It's, um, now, another thing that's happening, kind of a related uh, story, is that uh, your friend Hunter Biden, I don't know why you hang out with him. I think, I think it's weird, Devin, that you hang out with Hunter Biden. He's a so hilarious. I mean, I know you guys are about the same in age and everything else, and, yeah, it was fun to take some pictures with him and everything else. But And they all showed up in the laptop. I get it. I see. I mean, it was tempting. But... Uh, you know, you really are the news lately. I mean, you, you, you joined that sorority the other day. You forced it. You, you had that lawsuit that you had to get in there, and it was my right. It was yeah. your right. Yeah. Um, you know, why is it? I just—I'll say parenthetically, isn't forcing his way into the sorority and forcing them to accept him as a sorority member isn't that like forcing two people to get married? Yeah. Right? Isn't that what's the difference? Right? You—you you will like each other. You will speak the, the sorority language that you do and the secret codes and everything else. You will treat this, this man as one of you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Right? Okay, it's, it's, anyway, I just yeah. wanted to talk about yeah. okay. So the other the related story is Hunter Biden now is suing Rudy Giuliani and the former, uh, I guess, computer owner uh, of, of the computer repair shop, rather. I think his name was Max something for invasion of privacy. <laughs> like, like uh, no, you lose because you gave you gave the computer to the repair guy, and he repaired it, and then you didn't take it back because you were doped up on coke, no doubt. But for whatever reason, you didn't take it back, and then he and he called you, and he kept on saying, "Hey, your, your computer's ready, your computer's ready," and you just ignored it. Yeah. So. Mac, this guy, was very smart. He did a complete copy of the of the computer. I, don't, I forget what they call it, but whatever. It's a mirror of something. And then he gave that to the FBI, and the FBI did nothing with it. Then he himself released it. Brilliant, fantastic. It, had they not done that, they would be sitting on it forever. Um, but anyway, he still, he still uh, sues him for invasion of privacy. First of all, you deny that there was a computer at all. So in other words, the computer that you said didn't exist, now you're suing for the right to recover that and the invasion of privacy. Same thing with Rudy Giuliani, same argument because he exposed that um, and, and showed the data to the world. Uh, invasion of privacy, invasion of privacy. No, no, dude, you lost all your rights in that computer. You, you are a moron
1: for doing this. I think it could be possibly a miracle with that though, because they deny it and Everything that's going on with his indictments, what comes along with a lawsuit, even if you're in the plaintiff? Discovery. Yeah. There can be a lot of questions asked to Hunter that he has to answer because he's the plaintiff, which is, oh, my dear Lord, I hope that happens before the election.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, look, it's going to happen. A lot of very interesting moving parts are happening right now. The Trump indictments. Uh, the the uh, the Menendez, Menendez thing is actually going to help us quite a bit. The Republicans and the reason why is when there's that much corruption in one party, uh, Bob Menendez in particular, uh, it, it's it starts sticking to the whole party at large and it goes all the way to the top. And that's what happened. Uh, I forget with his name Foley. There was some sort of page scandal. I, I forget what it was. He he had some sort of sexual abuses and corruption and such like that. And I think that helped. Let uh, Bush get to the top on that uh, and won won the election. So, look, I want to talk about the election right now, too. Um, The the other candidates are not doing well. Uh, Trump is now ahead of even the, I think it was the, uh, not New York Times, Washington Post poll by 10 points over Biden right now, which no matter what margin of error you throw in there, he's still way ahead. And it's a landslide now because Biden has handled himself so poorly. It's not, not surprising to you and me, but and people still love Trump and they still remember how great the country was during Trump's uh, uh, presidency. And they, um, the, it's so bad that the Washington Post itself is now dismissing its own poll. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's amazing. Like, it's an outlier, like, but all the other polls are saying similar things. It's bad. Now, look, it's more than a year away from the election. That's a, as they say, a lifetime in politics. A lot of things can happen between. I get that. Nothing's a slam dunk. N- nowhere close to a slam dunk. But the trend is moving more and more. If anything, it might be more in Trump's favor as time moves on. I don't know how much more it can be. I mean, this is landslide territory already. And there's only so many Demo- I and mean, there's only so many Republicans and independents in the country. I mean, at some point, there's got to be a saturation point. But I think you're right that, that Democrats are now moving more and more toward Trump because, look, they can say all they want about how awfully he was with the tweets and everything else, uh, but damn, the country was in good shape back then. I mean, they didn't have to worry about tens of millions of people crossing the border. Uh, by the time the election rolls around, uh, we're going to have 20 million illegal aliens just in the past what will be the past four years at that point. Uh, And Trump is now campaigning partly on him saying, we are going to have the biggest mass deportation in not just the history of America, but the history of the world. Because that's what has to be done. They're going to find these illegal immigrants and return them. And then they're going to do the stay in Mexico policy again uh, and uh, have a secure border, finalize that wall, uh, Trump will get rid of all the Democrat cronies that he let stay in the first time, which was a mistake on his part. Okay. Um, he, should not, he should have just fired everyone. That's, that's what you do. You know, Giuliani, uh, we spoke briefly about him. When he became mayor of New York, the first thing he did is he fired the entire police department. Do you know that? I
1: didn't know Yeah. That.
0: The corruption was so bad in New York at that, at that time that he just fired everybody every single friggin' last one and replace them with with good people, good cops. Uh, And that's why New York became New York, the the good New York in the 90s. I guess it was late 80s and all through the 90s. And then Bloomberg continued the tradition, and and that was great. Uh, Broken mirrors uh, policy, um, it worked. And New York became one of the most glorious cities to live in. And I think that's what Trump needs to do. He needs to come in, uh, and and I'm saying this as though he's going to be the president again, and I, I of course, hope that he does. But one of the things I think he's learned is don't trust any of the rats. If you've got a a Democrat there, there's no reason to keep him. There are plenty of great people out there. Just replace those bastards. Every single one. Uh, don't say oh this guy's good this guy's this guy's fair no 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 i'm sorry you, you've got a d after a name I, I i it's my prerogative as president i can get rid of you and i'm going to yeah uh so that's okay they can complain about it all they want and they will it, it doesn't matter what trump does any single person that he hires or takes on or nominates is going to be questionable so might as well take the flack anyway um uh, so good things are going to happen look Uh, the, the party, the Democrat party is really flailing at this point. Menendez thing is really going to hurt them a lot more than they think. Uh, the, the whole pay for play thing is, is going to open up dramatically with China and the money that they've given him. China does own Biden. And one of the things I want to make clear is that not only is Biden up for problems with the bribery and they accepting bribes, essentially for influence, but he opens himself up, self up to blackmail, yeah. because he, he it's not as if he can just stop and say, you know what, it's too hot for me, China, hey, I, I really enjoyed all the, the money, thank you so much for it, but we've got to keep clean now, hope you understand. China will say, not so fast, we've got the goods on you now, yeah. right? It's like, I, I think I gave an example in the past of uh, the woman, the mistress, who the husband says, hey, listen, you know, it's getting too hot with my wife now, and I, I really do love her. I don't want to break up with her, and I, I don't want to ruin that. So I have to call this off, this relationship off with you. And she says, not so fast. And that's what happened in the movie, uh, Crimes and Misdeme- Misdemeanors, yeah. right? Great movie. But I'm, I'm, I'm no, I have no doubt that that's what happens all the time with mistresses, right? But they've, they've got the goods on the guy. I've got pictures of you. It's you and me together in the Bahamas. I, I'm going to send it to your wife unless you give me X, Y, or Z. China will do the same thing. You think China is above that somehow? Of course they're going to blackmail him. I think the cartels are blackmailing him right now. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they? And it, it does explain, by the way, why he's opened the border so radically like that. It's not because of Democrat votes. It's because, of, because he has to. Um, he's, he's getting paid or they've got something on him and he has no choice. I, I, look, I don't, don't, don't say it's conspiratorial. I know you don't, but I'm, I'm talking to a listener now. Don't think that's conspiratorial. If he's taking bribes from, from China, and we know he is, then why is it so absurd that he's taking bribes from the cartels? Right. Really? Riddle me that. All right. Finally, one last uh, story that I wanted to share with you. This is a fascinating story. I talk about this in my book, uh, Keeping the Kids All Right, as well, but uh, this concept, but this is a new story. This is from the Daily Mail. Education uh, Secretary Miguel Cardona called out American parents who who he said are, quote, misbehaving in public, unquote, and acting as though they, quote, know what's right for kids, unquote, adding that he doesn't have much respect for them, Furious backlash to Cardona's comments and immediate, sorry, was immediate as crowds online took them to mean he was firing at the parents who spoke up at school board meetings across the country to limit COVID-19 mandates and ban critical race theory and sexually explicit books from their children's school libraries. Uh, Cardona says the government, not parents, knows what's best for children and says he is tired of parents, quote, misbehaving in public, unquote, Uh, he went as far to say that the government was fighting for kids and parents are not quote. There is a team that is fighting for kids and a team that is fighting against kids. Okay. That's meaning the parents. I'm like, wow. Wow. And this, by the way, it's not the first time. This is not an outlier. This is a new theme that you're starting to hear. We got this. You don't. We're the doctors. So to speak, you're just the patients. Don't, don't tell us what, how to how to, to treat you okay we know better than you and it is so insulting to to all parents and i always say as i say in my book look the day that you that you are the one changing the diapers you're the one breastfeeding late at night you're the one dealing with monster, uh, monsters under the bed the doctor's visits uh the the the, the play dates uh the school tuition the Everything that you can imagine uh, raising a kid, when when you're the one, then you get to say that you have input into your kid's minds. Okay, but you you're just a teacher. Okay, you're there for what eight months, nine months a year. Okay, and and even then, that's with you know without weekends, without vacations, uh, take away all the vacations, take all the, the the holidays, and there's a myriad of those as well. And it's only nine to 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 three, right? or eight to two, as, it, as the case may be. And, and you're you're telling us, you know best what's, what's for my kids. You know what? F you.
1: And I love, I love your metaphor about domestic violence. What is an essential part of domestic violence? Gaslighting. Yeah.
0: Oh, That's so true. That's a great point. I should have said that in the very beginning. Gaslighting is the essence of this. Yeah. And they're telling you that, you know, if you teach them that there's only two genders, you're a... You must be crazy. You're, you're crazy. I can't believe that you would say that. Anyway, folks, uh, are we outraged? Yes, we are. But we, we live in outrageous times, and they are trying to gaslight us, to tell us that there was no computer, to tell us that kids, uh, a boy can be a girl, uh, to tell us that there's no influence peddling, to tell us that Biden is a great president, uh, to tell us that somehow he, the economy is fantastic, these, these are, or like, that we're all going to die from global warming. It's all gaslighting. And and just get ahead of these issues for the sake of the kids, really, because a lot of this deals with the kids. They're going for your kids. The good news is that the reason why they're going for the kids is because they have nothing else. They they can't really get to the adults, so they have to hope for the generation to come. Don't let them at it, okay? Don't let them have it. All right, folks, Brock Lurie signing off saying, God bless. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.